0: I am your podcast host, and this is the Maori Millionaire Podcast. This podcast is all about empowering Maori to become financially independent and grow generational wealth, so that we can overcome all of the disparities that we suffer from, like healthcare, access to justice, and so much more. So make sure to rate the podcast, share it with your whanau and friends and help me to empower Māori to become financially independent. Anyways, let's get on to the podcast episode today. Thank you for listening. This podcast episode is all about how to start your own business in 2023. I first started my own business when I was 14 years old and this business was called Sust and I was at... St Joseph's Mardi College and I was a um I think I was on year 10 and the idea behind the brand was that it was going to be like a positive kind of mental health kind of brand like these tops would make you feel happy when you wear them and all that kind of stuff and you know I wrote a business plan and I was working at a restaurant at the time and I saved all my money and I think I had about $1,200 and I Spent that on building my website and buying the first lot of stock. That first lot of stock, I had 50 t-shirts and they were in um, a vi- variety of different colours. I think there was black, white, grey and um, like a mustard kind of colour. And all my friends said that they were going to buy one. And, you know, I trusted that. And the biggest thing that I didn't do was market research because once I put that order in and they came um no one bought any well you know I had um my very lovely auntie thank you auntie Nisi for purchasing um some t-shirts my brother bought a t-shirt um and I think one stranger bought a t-shirt and then I had about 45 remaining t-shirts that went unsold and my biggest lesson in that was that you need to research or market before you place an order um, you need to find out if people actually want what you want to sell because sometimes pe- you might think your product is amazing but no one else actually wants it and if no one wants it then your business is going to flop just like Suss did back in whatever year it was when I was 14 um, and so that was my biggest learning curve um, in terms of my business journey do your market research so when I was 18 and I started Māori Millionaire, I had done my market research and I could see that Māori didn't have financial literacy. We didn't have the skills to invest. There were no other um, platforms on the internet, apart from some Instagram accounts that talked about personal finance for Māori, but we ju- I didn't have any competitors at that time that were Māori and were talking about personal finance and so that showed me that you know we had statistics of low financial success we have statistics of um, high poverty amongst no Māori compared to non-Māori and so you know all these statistics showed me that Māori really really needed financial literacy we needed an easy to access platform that taught us all of the basics about personal finance and investing and so that's when I started my a millionaire. Um, and I was eighteen when it when I started it. I was at uni, and I had no money when I started uni. Um, I literally it took so long for my student allowance to come in. Um, and you know that's through no fault of my own. I had all the documents and stuff ready, but you know we can't control what other agencies how long they take and things like that. So. I didn't have my student allowance I also applied for so many jobs I don't know the number but I would say it would be more than 50 um jobs that I applied for and I got rejected at every single one of them except for one because I didn't have a car and their rationale was that if um you know if I don't have a car the the public transport system is unreliable and if I don't show up to work then that's just going to cause problems for them so I understand that, but, um, I didn't have a car, I didn't have any money, and I was just trying to pay my rent, um, and so I've, I won, like, one maths award in high school, um, I'm not the strongest mathematics queen, um, but I won, like, one, and so I applied for a job, and it was at a maths tutoring company, so I put that I won one maths award, like, in year 10, and, um, I ended up getting the position and so I had to reteach myself all of the um, maths from high school. So I went to the library and I got some books of literally like year nine, year ten maths and oh year seven and eight as well, I think. And I tutored um intermediate and like the beginning of high school students in maths and I had no clue what they were doing. I could not remember for the life of me. So I you know took the time to learn and I taught them so that I could pay my rent but what I'm saying is that in order to start my business I needed to make some sacrifices and so I had a lot of time on my hands at that time because I didn't have a job and this um, tutoring gig was literally like four hours a week or something really small and I was a uni student and um I also had a lot of social anxiety going to class, so I would just stay in my room a lot. Um, And so I started Modern Millennium and I started um, actually creating content about something that I was really passionate about, which is money, which is investing. And from there, it just skyrocketed. The growth was insane. And I, I never really thought that I was capable of owning a successful business and it's still very very early days and I have so many aspirations and dreams for this business but I'm so grateful that I've been able to I guess make the impact that I have this far and I think I was about three months into my business journey when I was at countdown and a lady came up to me and said that she followed me on morning millennia and that and she showed me her baby who she said she had started investing for and that moment for me was like, well, you know, if I'm able to influence one person's life, then I'm so happy. So those were the kind of moments that helped me in my business journey. but moving forward, starting a content creation business is very unique and it's quite different to other business models, I guess. But if you're wanting to start your own business, you need to have a plan, you need to have an idea of what you want to do so for me it was to help maori become financially independent and there were a few different ways that i planned on doing this one was to a podcast one was to a blog i wanted to have a youtube channel um and then some active social media accounts so that someone could engage in my content every single day and learn something new so if you're wanting to start a business then you need to make a plan as well say you want to sell candles If you want to sell candles, you need to have a plan. How are you going to market these candles? What are the candles going to be like? Do they um, have different flavours? Where do you import them from? What is your brand's key idea? Like, are you an environmentally friendly candle business? Or do you um, make candles that look really pretty? Are they really, I don't know, are they pink candles that um, every girl wants to have a pink candle or something like that? You have to have a vision behind your brand. And if you don't, then I think it's really hard to actually move and grow with your business. And one of the books I read, it's called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Hopefully that's how you say his last name. But he talks about Apple and Apple is an ultra successful company. And what they do is that they challenge the status quo. And I never really understood that because, you know, I just see Apple as a tech company. Um, they make phones they make um, really expensive laptops and all these weird gadget things that cost uh, more than I have so I didn't really think about it but what the book was saying was that Apple has a why they have a strong why behind their brand and that is to challenge the status quo so if you're buying um, technology their technology is going to surpass in terms of quality and longevity and all these different things and that's what they sell they don't sell iphones they sell this message behind it that their products are better and that's what's really important when you start a brand and so i'd really recommend reading that book start with why by simon selnick and it just talks about your purpose and your vision behind your brand and it being so important I want to share with you three of my best business hacks or advice. The first one is to really use social media as a marketing tool because it's super duper effective. I have started many blogs in my life and the one thing that I didn't do with the other blogs I started which all of them failed was use social media and so with multi-millionaire it was just a blog at the start and I use social media straight away and that allowed my growth to just be way faster and really I think you know it took less energy to be able to do that so if you're starting a business go onto every social media platform and secure your handle so um with maori millennia I secured at underscore on instagram and on tiktok and um Pinterest and Twitter and Facebook uh, you need to do that first because someone else might sell it later um and if it's already gone then just secure one that's similar or um something that you can kind of keep consistent on all your platforms and my next piece of advice is to have your plan like written down and have your goals written down because if you have something you're working towards then it's going to be so much easier to achieve My last piece of advice is to know your value. You have to be confident that you know what you're doing and that you are doing a good thing. And it's all in your mindset. I had goals when I was like 14 to be a YouTuber and to do all of these things, but I couldn't do it at that time because I didn't have confidence to actually make posts and not give a shit what people think. So... It's really important that you actually build your confidence up and, and understand that you are a queen. You are a king, kāne ma, So be proud of who you are. And I read, oh I didn't read. So my, one of my friends told me this really, really inspirational whakāroa and she said, when you doubt yourself, you're not doubting yourself. You're doubting your tūpuna. You're doubting your kuia and your komata. And that just really hit home for me because my queer, she's almost 90 and she is the strongest woman I know. She is, um, she has so much strength and kaha and mana and she's just, she's just amazing. Damn. My nanny Mae is amazing. And if you went to Kura and Kahunginu, then you'll know my nanny Mae because she was a kaya And so... What I'm trying to say is that if I doubt myself, I'm doubting those who I came from. And my nanny doesn't deserve that. So don't ever doubt yourself because you're doubting those you come from. So if from this podcast all you can understand is that you are worth it and you can do it, you are capable of this, then you need to understand that because mindset is key. But thank you Ete for listening to this podcast episode and I hope you all are able to start your business this year if that's your goal if you need help if you want to message me and connect um then make sure to message me on instagram at maori millennia with an underscore so that we can connect because I love connecting with all of you guys I love having with you guys and I just love this community we have so thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode if you wanna learn more about investing or building generational wealth, then check out my ebook that's for sale and the link is on the description below. But ori te Orietefano, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode.